is the number one commodity in the world that you can't get back once it's gone. Time. So I will keep this brief. I'm Muthita Panmuk, a time efficiency expert and a business operations strategist, who is as known as the Time Queen. Welcome to my Get Unstuck Radio. Running a business can be very overwhelming at times, especially in the first few years when you are required to wear the hats and do other things. You started your company because you had a vision that almost every business owner has when they begin. You wanted freedom, true freedom. So you are in the right place to help you build and grow your business that support your lifestyle. Not the other way around. Without further ado, let's get unstuck. Anmuta. Hi, David. Am I unmuted? Wait. Okay. Hi. You are. Sorry. Yeah. I just finished another meeting, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm excited to speak to you today. How are you? How are you? I'm doing good. I say your name, Mutita. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Good. Good. So. Ah, uh, let let's see. Are you in? Where are you in Thailand? Are you in Bangkok? I'm in Bangkok currently, correct. Nice. We are having I've been there. Been there a couple times. Oh really? Um, where yeah. do you are you based in the US? Yeah, I'm in Southern California. Okay. Um, yeah. Right now Bangkok is under lockdown again because we have oh. third wave. Third wave. So sorry. Yeah. I have uh, team members in the Philippines and uh they're in lockdown too. Yeah. My teams are in Philippines too so same as me <laughs> in the same situation so um right let me just do something now Moody talk you um do you run a virtual like a VA agency or what do you do so I didn't do that anymore because I think it's too many problems but actually I'm operations strategist so I set up back-end thing for um online business owner or even the corporate side to have a better workflow and have a better team communication in that sense with the whole system. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I do. So who's your like ideal client? So my ideal client is actually um, those who um, have been working for three years about business, two, three years, and have a small team or even an assistant, but still like overwhelming working so hard in the business or like um for example an agency that I just hang up before talking to you um they have mm-hmm. like 21 teams but like there's still a leadership and following ship issue within and the back end hasn't been set up so I do the hard work for them like if they don't want to document and never document things even though they have automated some part um uh... hire me I can declutter that and then make it easier for them to onboard so that's my job great okay good for you thank you so what about you uh well i um primarily uh help kind of soul inspired coaches and online educators to start and grow their businesses so i do that through a, a platform called rise up business academy and i also have a company called rise up creatives that helps those individuals create content. So whether it's social media content or um, lead magnets and so forth. So 
Rise Up Creatives, it's a monthly membership. It's only 25 USD a month. And we provide 31 lifestyle images and 31 customizable captions every single month. Mm. And we have hundreds of graphic design templates and a drag and drop platform, similar to Canva, but all of the um, all of the templates are designed for more of a female soul inspired um, entrepreneur. Female to be specific like that? I pretty much just work with females. Yeah. Ah, right. Yeah, got you. Yeah, that's why I, I want to ask you, how can you help reducing the social media time? Ah, you provide the content, that's why. I, I read through your application, that's why. Am I frozen? Are you still there? Yeah, oh, you're, you're still there. Yeah. Are yeah. we, uh, are, are you, uh, are we waiting on something? Are you ready to get started? I'm ready. I'm just, something happening here that is not running, so I apologize for that. Um, no worries. Just let me know when you're ready. Sure. So what I would like to tell you is, bear with me. Um, so there will be three parts of the recording. So this one that we are doing here is the pre-recording part. So, okay. Um, so um, Tracy, we start here. The previous one, you just cut it off. I forgot to pause, apologize, but we will start from now on. So three, two, one. Hi, Get Unstuck Nation and Get Unstuck Radio today. Um, I have a special guest, David Tarter, and he is um, the founder of Rise Up Creatives. And he have a podcast as well called Inspiration Racing Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about business growth and also the social media thingy that we are all here because we're still on pandemic and we have to come to online world and get it work. So thank you so much, David, for joining Get Unstuck Radio today. Uh, it's great to meet you, Murita, and great to be here on your uh, podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining me as well. So David, can you share a little bit to my audience about how you become an entrepreneur in general? Yeah, yeah. Well, my journey is a little interesting. Um, I actually went to uh, college and seminary to be a pastor. So I was a pastor of a Christian church for over 10 years, and I was a part of what's called church planting, where you start with just a handful of people and you create a church from the ground up. And it's a very entrepreneurial experience. Um, it is basically like starting a business from the, the beginning, right? You have a vision, you have a thought of what you're going to create. Um, so you're creating these weekend services, you're creating these midweek activities, you're creating community among people. And uh, of course, there's a lot of marketing and uh, communication involved, upfront speaking. And so I did that for over 10 years and really um, enjoyed it, loved helping lots of people. But I was a workaholic and I was trying to, uh, in retrospect, fill a hole of not enoughness inside of me by growing the church and helping more and more and more people. And so about 13 years ago, um, I ended up having kind of a burnout breakdown experience and I had to reorient my life. I had to figure out a new way of doing life. And so uh, I knew that that workaholism was not helpful for my wife. It wasn't helpful for our two kids. It wasn't helpful for my own health. So I ended up um, starting a marketing business, a, a studio, 
where I helped uh, organizations and businesses here in Southern California to develop their own branding, web development, videography, photography, all of those things. It was a six-figure business over the last dozen years. And in the process of that, I still wanted to be making a difference around the globe. Um, uh, and so I ended up falling into filmmaking. And I had done a lot of humanitarian work in the nation of India. And I've been to India probably by now nine or 10 times. But I wanted to draw attention to the issue of orphans in India. The um, statistics are, according to UNICEF, that there are 31 million orphans in the nation of India. And so a buddy and I grabbed a cinematographer, we raised a bit of money, and we went to India uh, with a translator and hung out with a group of about 25 orphans living alongside a railway in southern India. And we just documented their lives. We ended up sleeping on the streets with them one night. And we capture all of that in the film. The film ended up getting picked up for distribution. And then it was on Netflix for two years from 2012 to 2014. And I thought, well, that was easy. I want to do that again. Like if I can just get a film on Netflix. Um, so I ended up doing three more films. Um, another one on sex trafficking in the United States. Another one on kind of a Christian cult here in Southern California. And another, so four, four films on social justice issues. The first film was only the one, the only one on Netflix, all of them, all four films are on Amazon, of course, which is uh, easy to do, but they've all made an impact in their own way. But toward late 2018, I told my wife, I wanted to be making a difference in people's lives on more of a day-to-day -day basis rather than a year-to-year -year basis because films take so long to produce and, and direct. So we talked about me moving into business consulting because people were always picking my brain because of my entrepreneurial background in ministry and marketing and movies. They're, you know, trying to learn, you know, just learn. People probably pick your brain all the time on how to organize their business or how to save time, right? They know you know something about it. So they start asking you. So I started thinking, well, what if I moved more into the online business consulting market and also started a podcast because I love podcasting? And my wife had, of course, the question, who's, who would listen? Who would be your client? And so we looked back over the 25 years of that time of ministry and marketing and movies and said, the group of people that I had the most impact on and tended to work the best with tended to be women and kind of in the 30 to 60 year uh, age range. And so we started Inspiration Rising um, in early 2019 as a podcast to feature female entrepreneurs to highlight their stories, their success, their wisdom. And we've had over uh, 200 episodes that have come out in the last couple of years. And uh, I started Rise Up Business Academy to help soul-inspired coaches kind of coaches and online educators that kind of have a spiritual soul inspiration kind of vibe to them and help them start and grow their businesses. And then, as you mentioned, um, just recently, we started a, a, a platform called Rise Up Creatives because so many of the women that I was uh, coaching that I still do coach, um, one of the biggest challenges is well, how do I deal with social media? Uh, what do I post? And, and how do I come up with this content? And it just seems overwhelming. And a lot of the women that I work with have spent the um, younger years of their life being at home, like raising kids. And they didn't necessarily jump into social media right when it started to blossom in the last 15 years. And so for them, you know, it's like uh, maybe social media isn't their native language. And so 
um, Rise Up Creatives is a, a providing them with content and a content development platform to make it easier. So that's kind of the long story, the windy path over the last 25 years of, of how I've gotten where I am. Yeah, I mean, I can listen to what you say for hours for sure. Um, after knowing your background for more, like that makes sense why. So, I mean, in terms of like, I, I am sure that many of my audience and me myself personally also feeling overwhelmed with social media, I still don't really like it until now, but I do like podcasts, for example. So what is the most problem that you found in terms of like doing social media? Because you, you seem saying it very simple. Yeah, the biggest, the biggest challenge is um, what do I post? Because um, if you're starting a new business, what seems like the obvious thing to post is, well, let me just tell people about my products or services. And I'll just keep telling them about my products and services over and over again. The challenge is, as you know, we don't want to read about that over and over again. After we read about that once or two, two times, we're like, ah, this feels like just a sales pitch. And so how do you develop that know, like, and trust? How do you help people know you, like you, and trust you through all the content that you produce in a way that doesn't just come off as a sales pitch? And so we teach our members seven primary categories of posts that we see as the top seven categories that pretty much every social media post falls within these categories. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're my life, right? If somebody is going to know you, like you, and trust you, they want to know about your life a little bit, mm -hmm. not just your business. Show them your dog or cat, show them where you live, tell them about the vacation you went on, right? They don't want to see the plate of food that you eat every other day, but they want to know something about your life. Okay. The second category is my why. Why do you do what you do? Because if you can help me understand why you're passionate about teams saving time, about teams being oriented in their businesses, right, Mudita? Then if you tell me why you did that, I'd be on your team. Like I'd be, I'd, I'd champion you. I'd be excited because I'd be like, oh yeah, I see how she's passionate about that. She's not just in this for the money. She's in it because she's genuinely passionate about the people or the process or whatever. So the first is my life. Second is my why. Uh, the third is um, behind the scenes. Show me something behind the scenes in your business, not just in your life, but the business itself. How do you make that product? How do you deliver that service? How do you work with clients? Show me the other perspective of like, if you do a video cast, show me the other perspective in the room of what the rest of the room looks like, you know, something behind the scenes in your business. Uh, the fourth category is inspirational. We all love quotes. We all love stories. Inspire me in somehow, uh, inspire me somehow. Um, the fifth category is uh, life and business learnings. Okay, so tell me what you are learning in your life, because so often social media can feel like just uh, the pretty things, right? The, the, when our, our makeup is just right, when our hair is done, when our home is, you know, sparkly clean, when we're next to uh, some, you know, fancy uh, restaurant or whatever it might be. Show me something that you've learned in your life and business, because that shows me that you're authentic that you're humble, and I'm learning from you. You're teaching me something that you've gone through. Uh, and then the sixth category is actually products or services. What is that product? What is that service that you offer? Tell me all the details. Tell me how it works. And then the seventh is benefits to you. What are the benefits to 
you as my follower or the person that I'm connected to online, um, because we recognize that we're not just um, selling a product, we're actually serving someone with a result, with benefits. And so we want to communicate those benefits. So we found that those seven categories, if we help people post those seven categories over the course of a month, uh, that they are going to more quickly increase no like, and trust. And it also narrows down, Murita, the, uh, like, what do I post? It's like, okay, well, here are the seven categories. We actually provide our people that are part of our membership with 31 captions every month that are kind of fill in the blank, customizable captions. And they all fit in these seven categories and they're labeled by the category. So, you know, and you can pick and choose and pre-plan things so that you're not posting, you know, seven days worth of your life, even though you're trying to communicate about your business, right? You're, you're spreading out these different, different approaches to communication. Do we have to post every day? This episode is sponsored by Mutita Clothing, like what I'm wearing right here. So if you are a pretty-sized lady who are looking for high-quality apparel as well as a neat cutting and premium pattern, check it out at mutitaclothing.com so that you can be simply elegant by no time. Let's get back to the episode. Well, um, the answer is yes and no. Um, the algorithm... The algorithm, which uh, your followers will know, is the method by which every single social media platform determines whether your post is seen by their followers. Mm -hmm. So not everything you post is not shown, is not seen by all of your followers. The truth is that the algorithm cannot show something to your followers unless you post something. <laughs> and so it's not going to go, you know, Facebook doesn't go, hmm, you know, Murita, she would probably pick a picture like this and she'd probably write something like this. They're not going to post it for you. <laughs> In order for you to even have a chance at reaching your followers, you have to post something. So the algorithm can only work with what you give it. So no, you don't have to post every day. But if you want the algorithm to have something to be able to put out there, uh, you do need to post. I would say what's most important is that you post with consistency. So rather than posting one day and then skipping three and then doing another and then skip, right? And then, oh, I get excited and I'm going to do this challenge and I'm posting seven days. Just be consistent. So maybe it's just Monday, Wednesday, Friday, hmm. right? Or maybe it's just Tuesday, Thursday. If you feel overwhelmed, the, the key is consistency though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I like it. So I know that you also wrote a book, right? How many books do you have written? You know, I think I've published around a dozen books. Um, oh. Yeah, they're all on Amazon. And some of the books are connected to the film projects that I've done. Um. So, so let's just say um, my second documentary on sex trafficking in the United States, not only did I put out a documentary, I did a benefit music album where I had a bunch of bands that they um, donated songs to be on a, a benefit music album. And then I wanted to provide some other written resources to go along with that film. So I took all of the interviews from the documentary. We highlighted six female abolitionists around the United States that became aware of the issue of trafficking in their city and they opened up an aftercare home. So we interviewed all those people and I interviewed lots of law enforcement and lots of survivors as well. 
Well, you can't put all of those interviews in a documentary. It's, it's impossible, right? You're only taking snippets. So what I did is I had it, all the interviews transcribed and edited down for readability. And then I put them in a book so that people could read all of those interviews in a way that was very educational. It's called Heroes of Hope. Mm-hmm. Then I, I, because although the, the film is not Christian, I knew that a large part of my audience would be. So I wrote a 31 day devotional that included Bible um, resources and helped them uh, through 31 days understand more about from a scriptural perspective, the idea of someone who had been through trauma and how they could be helped and so forth. So I wrote a a 31 day devotional. Then I also wrote another book for that film called Start Something to End Trafficking because a lot of young women in the United States like to start a nonprofit or organization to do something to end trafficking. They already have the idea, but they don't necessarily know the framework of how to develop a vision, how to organize it, how to rally people to be on their team, how to communicate it. So I wrote a small book called Start Something to End Trafficking to help them after they watch the film go, okay, you can also read this book to start some sort of entity, some sort of organization or business or something that would benefit trafficking, the ending of trafficking in the long run. So that's an example of how I used my films to communicate from multiple perspectives. Um, My most recent book is called Empowered to Rise. Uh, And this book uh, is the subtitle, The Secret to Embracing Your True Identity, Uncovering Your Superpowers and Bringing Your Inspiration to the World. Now, what I did is I wanted to write a book that encapsulated the things that I was teaching on the Inspiration Rising podcast. So I went to my audience and I asked them about the title. So I crowdsourced a bunch of titles to let them help me pick it. I um, helped, uh, they chose the cover, actually, this beautiful, these beautiful purple wings with the flowers in the back, they chose this cover. And they also chose the length. Notice that this link, this is not a very long book. Let's see, about 150 pages, 130 pages. Because uh, when I asked them, I said, how do you long do you want it to be? And they're like, please do not have it be over 150 pages, because we don't have time to read those books. And most self-help books, Mudita, are 200 to 250 pages because, you know, like here's, here's a book that I just absolutely love, Ask and It Is Given by Esther Hicks. And I mean, right? And this is 300 pages. Well, most people can't get through that. And so um, they said, please make it short. And the funny thing is most of my other books have been longer because there's something inside of authors, I think, that there's like, well, the longer the book, the better it is. The smarter I feel, the more, right? You know, it's like, woo. It's like, oh, you wrote a small book. Hmm. No, actually, people want small books so they can actually get the concept. And oftentimes, writers keep writing and writing and writing, reinforcing the same idea. And you're like, uh, halfway through this book, I've got it. Like, I've got the idea. So anyway, my that's one of my lessons uh, from my own audience, right, with this book. So, and uh, Empowered to Rise, it's on Amazon as well. So makes it easy to get the, get your message out there. Yeah, I mean, what I noticed from talking to you is that do you think become, I mean, as a filmmaker, give you a bigger perspective of how you're able to communicate your message to the audience better? But of course, you were like, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm Buddhist. I'm not really know about the Christianity, but I mean, yeah, no worries. Um, the time that you have built the church until for 13 years and it's contribute to like getting to how to say that 
reach to people heart easier and communicate with people easier do you think that helps you to be a better communicator via social media well i mean i spent 10 years as a pastor and that was right as social media was coming out right toward the end of my time as a pastor uh primarily facebook and um i would say just being around people all the time and being up in front of people speaking to hundreds of people every Sunday. Um, that is where a lot of the communication developed for me. Um, but social media is, you know, it's really about people, you know, so you're talking to people, you're not trying to get likes, you're not trying to get followers, you're really trying to just talk to people. And so I think the more that we can focus on that we're here to serve people, that there are other people who are reading this, that there are other people who are listening to this podcast, that there are people that are picking up a book. These are real people. Like, you know what I mean? Just because we're online, sometimes I think we lose sight of that there are like real human beings with real stories, with real needs. This is not about racking up um, a certain number of followers or a certain number of likes. That is what I say to my my uh, my people that I coach. Um, that's performance. If you're if you're focused on how much how many people you're trying to impact or how you know the numbers numbers are great. I love impacting more and more people, but that's more about trying to perform rather than serve. Mm -hmm. And so my focus and for my clients. I go, hey, we're not here to perform. We're here to serve people. Like they're real people with real challenges. And our job is to help them overcome that challenge, whatever it is. Like that's the whole reason why we got into business as a coach or an online educator or somebody is to help someone overcome a challenge. So that same perspective, we should have that same perspective when it comes to social media. Mm -hmm. Right? We're not trying to trick people into buying something. We're not trying to just use the right words in order to get that like or that follow or that share. We're here to serve people. Like that's the whole point. Okay. I also curious about something because you help them to like condense the time, not so much overthinking what to post on social media. But apart from that, you also having other types of media published out in order to like spread your words and making more impact. Are you doing these at the same time? For example, writing a book while you making movie or you do it um, after the other, not at the same time? How do you focus? Yeah, well, uh, in terms of my own experience, I, I haven't made a movie in several years because I wanted to focus now on Inspiration Rising. But, um, you know, there are different seasons where things are, uh, you invest a lot of energy into one thing um, and then there might be a lull in that process while somebody else is doing something with it. And then you jump in and you can focus on something else. So, um, the way that I organize my life, Mudita, is that I, uh, have things that are happening on a regular basis, but then if I have an idea or something that I want to do, I will prepare and I will do kind of a big sprint toward it. I'm not the person that takes forever to get something done. So if I go, I'm going to write a book. Okay. I want to get, I want to make sure my thoughts are clear. I want to make sure it's germinating, but I'm going to like download that book 
right? Because if, if, if that idea is, let's just say it's divine, like some sort of divine idea, and I'm downloading it, I want to get that book out of me quick. I want to get that, that, that film done quick. Every one of my films from idea to like done and out was one year. Now, these are all low, lower budget, independent documentaries and films, but some people take 10 years to get a documentary done. That's just not me. Like, I want to get it out. I want to make an impact. I don't consider myself a filmmaker or an author necessarily. I'm somebody who wants to change people's lives. And the filmmaking or the books or the podcast or the business, those are all just mechanisms to do it. They're all just vehicles. Some people just get up and they just want to write all day, every day, because they're a writer or a photographer or a filmmaker. Like, that's just not me. Like, I'm more about the person that I'm helping. So if, if I've got this woman who comes to me and she's a doctor of Eastern medicine and she is incredible at what she does in terms of herbs and yoga and breath work and meditation and helping clients and looking at their charts and all of this, but she has no idea how to start an online business. And she's recognizing that she doesn't want to be um, impacted by lockdowns all the time, right? <laughs> that people can't come to her office, but she wants to take her message online. Great. I'm the person for you. I'm ready to help you. Let's get clear on what your vision is. Let's get clear on your ideal client, your dream client. Let's get like, what is it? What are these products? What are their pain points? What are their problems? What are their things that you want to solve for them? Now, what's a product or service that would, you know, provide that relief of that pain or that problem. So for me, it's get very clear on what you want to do and go after it. And some people can work on multiple projects simultaneously. Some people have to focus on one thing. I have things that are always going. I put out two to three podcast episodes a week featuring female entrepreneurs. That's always a system that I have in place because I can do that because I have a system. It's not overwhelming for me. But Simultaneously, while I'm doing that, I could also be working on a huge project. But I can only work on that huge project because I've got systems in place for everything else in my life. I don't know if that helps or makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Of course, you're talking to system person, so it it's kind of <laughs> sense for me. <laughs> well, that's spot on. And because of that, in case anyone wants your help or want to reach out to you or follow you, where can they reach out to you then? Well, a couple of things. One, Inspiration Rising is our podcast. And if you just search Inspiration Rising on any podcast app, you can find that. Um, and then uh, Rise Up Creatives, if you are looking for something to help you create content on a daily basis, whether it's social media or lead magnets, workbooks, so forth, um, you can get a seven-day free trial of Rise Up Creatives. If you just go to riseupcreatives.com slash free trial, riseupcreatives.com slash free trial, get seven days uh, absolutely free. If you love it, we'll charge you $25 a month. You can cancel at any time. If it's not a good fit for you, you can cancel. It's no big deal. Um, but once again, created that platform because we want to help people. We want to help them stand out and save time on social media. So thank you so much, David, for sharing your um, story and your experience. And I think many people get some idea of how to reduce the overwhelm feeling of what to post further on social media and check it out on the free trial. The link is already in the description, everyone. So yeah, you shouldn't miss this opportunity if that helps you to save time and spend more time with your family or loved ones. Go ahead. 
um, yeah, thanks again, David, and I'm really honored to interview you today. And thank you for joining Get Unstuck Radio. Great to be with you. Thanks for the opportunity. I hope this episode inspires you to get unstuck wherever you are in your journey so that you can have your business that support your lifestyle. Get a show note at helpyougetunstuck.com today. Start implementing what you have learned. The results of your consistent effort and improvement are worth it because you deserve the freedom to enjoy your life. Speak to you next time and don't forget to get unstuck.